0: Space
1: Action Podcast! With your hosts, Chris Carson and DC and Shama. Welcome to another exciting episode of Space Action Podcast, a division of Space Action Heroes, a webcomic that you can find. At Space Action, are going this is going great. This is going good so far. Uh, hey, at least it's, it's recording this time.
0: SpaceActionHeroes.com. I'm Deniso and Shama. I'm Chris Carson. What's up everybody? Hey, how's it been? It's been a month since we recorded one and lost it and then quickly recorded a second one and slapped it online. <laughs> Like a bad paint job on an old car. It's felt like an eternity. (laughs) It it has felt like an eternity. A lot's happened since then. So I guess... So many things. It's November 5th is the date of recording for any references we make. Couldn't be any more appropriate on brand for what's going on. On the 5th of November.
1: (gasps) Remember, remember? How are you enjoying the election-a-thon? It's crazy. (laughs) It's... um, well, as I as I, I I'd hate to put our listeners through because I'm sure no one is wants to hear more about this insanity. crap right now, but we just got to get this elephant in the room out of the way. Just get
0: it the fuck out of the way, and I do have to say I got to be one of those stereotypical assholes of like, it's um, different this time than the last time watching it because I have a kid. That's right. Wait, we we got we should let's prioritize. I mentioned that last time. Yeah, that, but yeah, that, you that, actually have. But it, now you know. she's here. Carson's a daddy. o little Talia L. Carson. Yeah. <laughs> Um, she's here. She screams. She shits. She's not a baby yet. She's just a hunk of meat because she's only three weeks old. Mm-hmm. So she's still a month or so away from being a baby. Um, it's, I'm exhausted. and <laughs> You, you uh, kind of look like you've been pulled out of war. Everyone keeps telling me that it's really showing on me. I know. Is
1: that because your, your hand hurts or is it because you kind of look like just, you've just got that rock and, and then your hands been are kneaded together?
0: It's it's <laughs> well cuz uh, I did a sleep study a few months ago, and it turns out I have severe sleep apnea. So um, Remember uh, like last year on the podcast how with Henson a new puppy and how dead I was and how you even started noticing Like I was forgetting things. Oh, yeah, you're all over the map. I was all over the map And it was before Henson it was especially after Henson turns out I was just choking myself 40 30 times an hour uh, two 300 times a night Shooting adrenaline through my system, destroying brain cells, uh, deoxidizing my blood. Oh, my God. Um, So now I have this machine where I look like fucking Bane from Dark Knight Rises. And uh, still no one knows who I am after I put on the mask, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) But it is getting better. I am noticing some of the fog is lifting. So that baby brain fog is just lack of sleep fog. But I've been having that for years because of my sleep apnea. Isn't it great that like you got rid of your sleep apnea fog and just dumped some baby brain fog right back in the hole? (laughs) What's crazy is I only get about three, four hours of sleep at a time, Uh like a chunk, because it's, I usually take the night shift and then during the day, Henson, our dog will come and wake me up or someone will start calling or someone will show up or whatever. And I'm a light sleeper. So it wakes me up. But, with this machine, four hours of sleep feels like an old ten hours of sleep. Gotcha. Before the machine. Gotcha. It's weird. Like, I would always wake up and I could barely keep my eyes open. They'd be so sore. I'd be confused and tired and achy. It's all kind of going away now. So sleep apnea was like your superpower in a weird way. It was weird, but it also apparently, because of the adrenaline spiking through your system, it it, uh, caused you to dream more.
1: So I've been kind of
0: losing out on my epic fun dreams have been kind of disappearing a little. Oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood. I thought you were dreaming more now. No, now you're getting less. Now of I'm fun. getting less.
1: Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, what are you going to do, man? I
0: don't know. It's like, dream or
1: have a stroke. Yeah, like, it's a pretty a fair trade-off.
0: Yeah. But, um, but yeah, on the topic of the election, it's weird, because four years ago, it was fucking crazy that Trump won, but now it's like, hey, he's destroying the world, and I have a kid now? It does kind of change the gleam. Oh, I can imagine, just a little bit, where you're like, "Oh fuck, I'm not. It's not about me anymore." Now,
1: dear listener, you gotta realize, whenever I met this guy, you were like the first person. Like the world sucks. It's going to hell. Fuck everything. So when you were like, "We're gonna have a kid," I was like, "I'm sorry. What have you done with Chris Carson?" Like, oh, I
0: still believe that. I'm just, (laughs) I'm just prepping this kid for the doomsday. She's gonna be ferocious. Fuck it. Yeah, exactly. Hand-to-hand combat, yeah. weapons handling. Gotta cut off her arm, give her a robot arm. <laughs> do all that shit. But, um... No, it's interesting. But I, I briefly mentioned to you on text, because you're like, I don't want to fucking talk about the election, I don't think we should. I think we should move on to some fun movies. Yeah, for sure. But I do want to quickly say, it's interesting that, like... Because America's an ideal, right? It's a superhero. It's Peter Parker saying, with great power comes great sure. responsibility. Some of the writers may have fucking beat their wives, or Stan Lee could have been an opium addict. It doesn't matter. It's the you message. Never heard? Right? Oh, Stan loved the, <laughs> loved the opium. <laughs> he loved chasing that dragon. <laughs> I think America's the same thing. It's like, it's an awful country but the idea of it is what elevates like future generations to try to achieve it. Mm-hmm. So maybe it takes hundreds of years. And other countries have loved the idea of destroying that idea because it stands in defiance of authoritarianism. Uh-huh. And they were succeeding. Everyone could be like, look, America's no better. Look at Trump. Look what they're doing. Look at the kids in cages. Look at the separation at the borders. Look at the racism. Look at the riots. They're no better than the rest of us. Mm -hmm. But if Biden actually wins this thing, because it's still undecided, that will send a message to the world of like, hey, maybe this fucking superhero happy ending bullshit might be worth hanging on to. Like, mm, maybe. maybe. I hope so. I, I, uh, I Again, I don't want to get too much into it, but I kind of see
1: this as like chickens are coming home to roost. Right. You build an entire nation on a
0: bunch of lies, they start to bubble to the it's surface. It's the Harvey Dent thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like Trump is Bane reading yeah, his very speech. Very much. Exactly. But I also have to agree a little bit with Gordon of like, eh, sometimes you need the lie to make the f- hundred years from now better. Hmm. You know what I mean? And like, we're about to. Ab- go into a world of terrifying environmental cataclysmic collapse are we going to go into it with like an optimism about humanity or a pessimism about humanity Mm -hmm. and it feels like we're on that joint right now like do we go one way or the other definitely it's like we got an option of either healing the divide or widening it right yeah agreed and we we need to heal it if we're going to fight the insanity that's coming Mm -hmm. in the next 20 years yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) So, I don't know, it's interesting. It's almost like we are teetering between two timelines, like an episode of Star Trek, and we're like phasing back and forth, like right. fucking wharf <laughs> in parallels, and we're just, it's, one person will get that reference, and we're just phasing between realities, like, are we gonna go to the good one, better one, or Maybe a
1: more, worse one? like, familiar parlance of that Rick and Morty episode where they split the screen into like 40
0: pieces, oh, like, yeah.
1: we're between two different screens we're between right two. We, don't know uh. what's,
0: we don't know where it's gonna land. But It's it's crazy. I guess that's the only word for it. Is it's fucking crazy. It's
1: fucking crazy, and the irony was is that uh, The past couple years like ever since the first Obama election I was a dude who had like my phone open three windows on my desktop I'd be watching the poll numbers all night long until there was a result mm-hmm. this year. I was like, you know what? I, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. I'm just gonna have one maybe the, my last normal night ever Watch some movies, play some video games, eat a pizza, and then go to bed. I'll yeah. I'll look at the the results the results mind. tomorrow. It's been three fucking days. I know. It's been three fucking
0: days. What a time to have a, a horrible <laughs> pandemic to to delay all the voting. Well,
1: if you believe every single dude wearing Ray Bans driving around his pickup truck, live streaming from his YouTube video,
0: it wasn't a coincidence, (laughs) Carson. No, it wasn't a coincidence. Your fucking idiot president uh, (laughs) defunded your entire system to stop a pandemic from happening. (laughs) You see, the rest of the world isn't suffering this bad. Although here in Canada, we are now entering wave two. We've had the most cases daily than we even had during wave one. Yeah, before everyone. And you're coming from fucking Babylon. You're from coming to Toronto. I don't... Yeah, yeah. No.
1: It's, uh... They were talking about, like, closing down businesses again, which, I mean, realistically, the only reason a lot of businesses were able to thrive over the summer was because, like, oh, we can just put, like, restaurants or, uh... Delivering in? Yeah, like, you know, porch side stuff, but once it starts getting cold, like, Toronto's infamous for sh- shitty cold we- winters. Cause oh, we're fuck so, yeah. We're so low in the sea, the uh, sea level. It, I don't know, man, like, it, it, it hurts... Because, like, a lot of my favorite businesses are going out of are whack. going to go, yeah. Aren't y'all too glad you tuned in? to <laughs> <laughs> hear me? Lament horrible shit. It's, well, it's kind of, I think it's almost
0: cathartic at this point.
1: It is. I think it, like, to some level, like, people are just, like, like oh, if we you, all acknowledge we're eating this shit sandwich, it doesn't seem as bad. Maybe it's not as bad. Yeah.
0: But, you know, it's, um, oh, fuck, I had a point, but I baby-brained it away. You baby-brained it? I baby-brained it going, away. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, so get, this is what it's going to be this is it this is welcome to the podcast guys and this also is
0: 2020 podcast i
1: mean i know you're having you know a lot of responsibilities on your end but i think that i'm having a harder time because i've been sober for, <laughs> <laughs> since Sober November? I'm doing Sober November. So between
0: you being baby brain and me being not my normal self, being like, huh? What? Oh. I have to find something that will irritate you and just watch you go off for an hour. Oh, dude. I <laughs> yelled at the recycling bin yesterday. Nice. Like, I've been so
1: <laughs> short with everything. I, I, cause I, I usually, I used to do this frequently. I would What's take- What's the point of this? Um, just to cleanse out the cobwebs and all, cause like, I consistently drink and smoke weed. Like, okay. pretty much on a daily basis. So I like to take a month off to be like, okay, but what's my brain
0: really like? Yeah, like... In terms of it's just
1: irritated at everything? It's very short, but what I (laughs) notice is that my response time tends to be a little bit quicker. Mm -hmm. The first week... I forgot because I haven't done this in two years. The first week around now, like the midpoint, is the hardest because... It's whenever your brain starts being like, no, seriously, when are you going to... What's going on? Why are you doing this? Yeah. It gets used to it by week two. Yeah. And then by week three, you're like, oh, I can do another month of this. It's yeah. fine. Um, I guess it's like anything, or Any addiction. Really. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, and so it's, just, it's getting to that stride. And, you know, uh, it's... It's like I'm 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 bitching about this it's fucking nothing. I'm like, you know, no. oh poor me I can't fucking have a drink. You know what I mean like a <laughs> lot of people are having a lot worse of a time right now well,
0: If I couldn't sneak down for a toot of the weed every once in a while, yes. I think I'd go nuts yeah. with right now Yeah, it's like you know what I mean. Oh trust me. The, the, what was it Tuesday
1: night? That was a test of will it was you know what I'm saying yeah. like I got home, and I was just like I want to drink All the liquor.
0: Like, good lord. No, when I can find those moments of, like, I have no baby responsibility for the next couple hours. I'm just going to go out back and smoke a little weed and go take a nap. If I couldn't do that. That's your mini vacation. Right. I think I I would murder someone. I think we're past the
1: point now, like, I mean, goddamn, our government legalized it, that, like... I feel like we going out and smoking a joint. Well, as a parent, is equivalent to like yeah, it's having a glass of wine or just a, a cup of tea. Like, yeah. good lord,
0: it's well, because
1: anyone don't... needs it. Yeah, and I'm not
0: like ripping bong hits. You know, I'm having literally like a glass of wine I'm equivalent.
1: Re- Imagine Chappelle in that one episode, shotgun, little buddy, and just <laughs> blow it <her laughs> in, her in face. their face.
0: No, <laughs> oh, no, no. And I use uh, I don't even want to have the, the smoke around, uh, so I use the um, vaporizer. It's ah. not even like not even those shitty chemical vaporizers. What it's actually just a porcelain tube that heats up just to the point of of under of burning. Gotcha. So it's just literally steam. Oh, okay, okay, coming off of it. I need so, one of those. I mean,
1: really good. I've been using the pen. Um, but those are so chemically. Yeah, I, my I uh, like
0: a... my collapsed lung has right. not been enjoying. It. Right. This is uh, this is before this was made because like Canada. This is an old one, and because remember when when vaporizers were first like put into the market in Canada was so in bed with tobacco that they right. made them illegal. Right, right, right. Back when they were healthy and then big tobacco got involved and now they're just as fucking chemical filled as a fucking cigarette <laughs> to go get a vape a vape pen. But this is predates those. So it actually is just a tube that warms up and steams the weed like mm. like as if you have it over like a kettle or something. It's really good. I would highly <laughs> uh-huh. dad joke. Uh-huh. Recommend it. I get to make dad jokes now. Oh yeah, I guess yeah. it's on brand. I can officially do it. I've been doing it for years, <laughs> but now I can actually officially do it. That's a good. Bet. To pivot, if unless we have any, you have anything else to say about the horrible to no. we live in, <laughs> to pivot quickly. Did you watch uh, the first episode of Mando season two? I did. Isn't that is the most fun I've had since watching Star Wars as a kid? I'm shocked you enjoyed it that much. I, really. that was written directed by Favreau. That's what I was about fucking to say. Love Favreau. Yeah. And you Didn't know, it feel
1: like Iron Man 1 a little bit?
0: A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, uh, spoilers ahead for, for Mando episode 1, because I think it's probably, unless Favreau writes and directs another episode, which I don't think he did last season no, either. No, I don't think he directed one last year. I think he directed the first episode. The first one? And Because I don't like Dave Fellini's shit from last season. Because I think, you listen to the Ma- Mandalorian podcast to hear my thoughts on it, because I'm up and down on the Mandalorian. <laughs> did we already,
1: we start, we... We
0: did. I the, the whole, whole series, like, or just the first the actual Mandalorian episode I think we did half the series and then we did the other half on another gotcha. podcast. Okay. God knows which one it was. Yeah, okay. Um you know, it was up and it was you said it best it's like Walker Texas Ranger. Yeah. I really liked some of the episodes. I really hated some of the fucking episodes, uh-huh. but it was still the most fun I've had since the original trilogy. Yeah. This episode was Absolutely amazing. Right, Just a, a an old cowboy f- buys Boba Fett's armor off of some Jawas and they go hunt like a fucking bear it that's terrorizing point, the town. There's a know? little bit of Jaws too. A little bit of Jaws, yeah. a little bit of an old western where there's some like uh like some tribe that's attacking the town. Yeah. Is very much that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Except even they were even doing like native hand gestures with the uh with the Tuscans. Which they uh, they actually got an actual uh, deaf person to, to create to it, create,
1: which I was like, that come on, man. that's, that's kinda of fun. That's kinda of cool. My but... only problem with that episode was that it was kind of chase the ball like nothing like the Doesn't whole really happened because you know, like it was like the reason we went to Tatooine we to find another Mandalorian was try to get the kid yeah to, to, the, the, to the Jedi was, yeah. and then it just kind of was like well if you, side quest it was a side quest but it was a side quest within a side quest within a side yeah. quest because like by the time we're having this epic battle with a crate Dragon I'm like wait why are we here, here?
0: yeah <laughs> like... that's the thing the beats of it were like very video gamey yes. in yeah. that you have to go to this town and talk yes. to this person but the, the moment by moment of the episode was so much fun mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That I didn't mind, and also I just want to say uh, to the Tuscans, uh, if you take off those fucking masks, you might actually just be able to talk. Like, what's the What's the point of those fucking masks? Aren't guys? they all fucked up underneath? I don't know. What's a Tuscan look like underneath? Because I know in okay in
1: the comics. There is a Jedi who goes off and becomes a Tusken Raider for a bit. Because I can picture the... I don't know if it's Quinlan Voss or, or Kyle Katarn. I can see it in my head where they rip off the mask and they a... whip out the lightsabers. Dude, okay. So I think underneath they're just
0: random aliens. I don't know if they're all the same species or they're all just outcasts. So they're like the Mandalorians that they can be anybody? Where do they get the tech for their face holes, and how do they drink out of that little bowl? I don't. That's the other thing. I really. Whenever like what do you call it? elephant threw away the bowl? I'm like, no, no, no. no I have questions. Do yeah. they have a straw? Like, do how they, does this do work? They just pour it down their little tube hole. That little butthole mouth. They were like they were more blatantly like like Native American stand-in than fucking the Avatar aliens. Yes. <laughs> but in the old no. west town of what was it? Ah, good. It was another most. It was most. most I'm sizing most Espoo and most. Something. Favreau. Most Favreau. (laughs) Favreau was the voice of the one-eyed guy at the beginning, wasn't he? No. Ligwazamo. Oh, yeah? John Ligwazamo. I thought it was Favreau.
1: I love the cameos they pull on that show man, because they film it in a giant bubble. Yeah. So you can just have people like Anyone put a blanket on? on their head and rush them in. You can have anybody yeah. show up in that show.
0: Well, that was great seeing um, Timothy Oliphant there. As... Back in an
1: old western.
0: I want to see... I, when, at, at one point in the episode, they do the bait and switch of the Mandalorian's about to die. And I was like, you know what? I would be kind of fine with Timothy Oliphant taking over as the sheriff. Then
1: when he passes him the baby, and he's like, "Watch over the kid." That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'd be
0: fine with that. I
1: think. I, I, my favorite thing is like, because Boba Fett, if you watch the original, he like compared to Django, he's not a stocky big dude. He's kind of like a little spindly guy. Mm-hmm. And Oliphant's like six foot two, and he's so
0: gangly, the and the he's fuck? got that Western walk.
1: I loved it though because like the the armor came down to yeah. like his little midriff just hanging. It <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> was so good.
0: And then, of course, the cameo by uh, Tamara Morrison, Morrison which, which I don't know, I don't, I didn't think was really needed. But my
1: only problem with it is that they had to show his face to be like to confirm it was Boba Fett, you know, because yeah. like, if they showed some random dude, you' am like, who was the random dude? So that means that he's just been hanging because the Mandalorians five years after five the Battle years, of so Endor, after so Return of the Jedi. However
0: long it took him to get out of. The Sarlacc pit. But
1: if Oliphant bought the armor and he's been the sheriff of that place for a while now, that it means Boba like a Fett. He's been wandering around,
0: yeah.
1: armorless, Trying hanging, to like, find his shit. Yeah, and he couldn't find it until the Mandalorian did. I
0: don't know. That like, felt like a forced cameo to me. That felt that felt out of place for the episode. Unless their plan is to do a
1: similar thing as they did last year, like he's gonna help, like Boba Fett's gonna go after him for his armor and the. What's-his-face uh, the man the uh, gin gin you yeah, know whatever his name was gin, the Sheriff. gin and tonic is gonna be like Okay, I'll give you your armor back if you help me, if you help me, and then that makes why else give him the Boba Fett's armor at the end of the episode? Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that's where they're gonna go with it. Yeah, is yeah. So he's
0: gonna have to be like, I'll give you it back, but you have to help me get this kid to the Jedi to blickety blah. He... Boba Fett would be like, fuck The Jedi, they decapitated my dad. I'm a clone of some asshole who took his helmet off all the time. Yeah, I'm sure he's over it. Do you think they're gonna like make it that there's, <laughs> um, there's like, like Catholicism, there's more severe sects of Mandalorians? So do you think he's going to be like, you took your mask off? And it's like, yeah, I'm not one of you fucking Westboro Baptist Mandalorians.
1: Yeah, I think that's kind of the implication
0: (laughs) is that Jango, because Filoni, again, is the gatekeeper
1: on all this stuff. And in his universe, the true Mandalorians don't consider the Fets Mandalorians. They're just renegades who have the armor. The armor. So I'm sure that that might come up where he's like, I would love to see uh, uh, Ginny Weasley... Be like, hey! man, <laughs> I can't remember. Is Jin Jardin? Uh, talking
0: about Oliphant, right?
1: No, no, no. Um, uh, the, the Mando himself. Oh, which his by the name. way is starting to sound more and more like a racial slur every time Mando. they say it.
0: It's weird that everyone it's calls him cre- Mando. It's
1: their creed. It's their it's their way of life. It's like their yeah. their yeah. tan of face. So the fact that he these walk around, they're like, "Hey, Mando, put yeah. him down, Mando." You're like, it's "Whoa!" Like, uh, <laughs> what,
0: what, what's the equivalent? It's like calling someone what? Like, uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna yo, yo Islam, one. what's going on? Islam, yeah. is that basically what's going
1: on there, you Irish bastard? Like, yeah. it's, it's, it sounds weird
0: when they say it. I'm like, and That's... it started off as a slur, but then everyone called it as if it was his name. That's what got confusing season one, mm-hmm. in season one because in the first episode, it was just like some guy saw uh, someone from Iran walk in and was like, Hey, towel head" or some that shit.
1: That also happened in this, you notice that? That it was like a slur. No, he walks in the bar, he's like, Yo, we and I'm like, that's his species. Whoa, kind of <laughs> racist, dude. Like, what are you doing? Who species? The wrinkly-faced dude who owned the bar. Oh, he's, he's like, yo, Weeke, where's uh, the blah, blah, blah? And I was like, yo. That's like calling someone Asia-face. It literally is. Like, <laughs> now that I think about it more and more, maybe that's just the undertone of the Star Wars galaxy. Because even well, Obi-Wan yeah, no. Kenobi, who should be, like, an educated man, he lived in Coruscant, he was a respected Jedi, he's like, oh, those sand people, they're just as yeah. bad, like, they're called Tusken Raiders, dude. Like, fucking sand people. Maybe that's just what it is, <laughs> like, the implication is that, like, they're all just kind of racist, animal-hating, horrible people. Well,
0: I assume after dealing with generations of, like, Darth Trump, everything kind of just went crazy on the Outer Rims. Because isn't that mm-hmm. the whole, like, even they mention in this episode that power abor- a. a- Hates I'm not even gonna to attempt to pronounce that word right now with how tired I am. Uh, vacuum. Uh so like as soon as the Empire fell, every fucking gangster and shithead just went and was like, Alright, we're taking control now. Right, right, right. So it would be all the horrible right wing racist assholes. But no, but the, the Mando thing confuses me because then in the episode where he meets up with his old crew, they're like, Mando, how's it going? Like it really seemed like a racial slur in the first episode. Yeah. But then when he met up with Bill Burr and Beardo McGee From his old crew days, they just called him You give Mark Boone Jr. his new credit. (laughs) That man is amazing. (laughs) As if that was just his name when they were running together. It was Mando. It's like, what's happening here? It's, it's, there's a lot. I don't know. I I, I got nothing for you. (laughs) It's weird. It's, 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 it's all over the map, but it's still, I think, the most enjoyable thing Star Wars has produced since Return of the Jedi. It's, yeah, and I, I think it's a good mix of, like,
1: Favreau's, like, I know how to, make an entertaining movie, fuck and members. Filoni's like, so I good. know
0: where to put in little nitty gritties. Yeah, you know, just like keep little... him away from directing live action, because I've personally found his episodes to be atrocious. Do you remember which
1: one he directed? I don't remember. He
0: did, um, oh fuck, he did, all the moments that I really annoyed me <laughs> from last season were his episodes. So, like, um, oh my god, I think the one where, remember remember that horrible Walker Texas Ranger episode where they Mando met up with, uh, uh, the uh, other bounty hunter on Tatooine. Oh God! To go find the,
1: I, that, that re- woman.
0: Rewatching season one before going
1: back to before the season two started. That was the hardest one to get through. I think that's his. <sighs> that dialogue in that episode—it's <laughs> yeah. bad. It's Just brutal. Think,
0: uh, this might ruffle Star Wars fans' feathers, but I don't understand the love of the Clone Wars. Like, I tried to watch it. Uh, recently, because I got when I got Disney Plus, I was like, "Oh, the Clone Wars are on here." Mm-hmm. I have heard nothing but good things, and I put it on, and I was like, "This." Which is... seasons did you watch? I just started at the beginning. Yeah, there's, that's a problem. But then I started skipping around, and I went to the newest one, the new Disney season. I uh-huh. threw that one on, and I was like, "I." You didn't like the last I season? I don't get it. I just don't get it. I threw in the last season. I liked the um,
1: the whole story about the Bad Batch. I wasn't really there for. It was like the Inglorious Bastards in Star Wars, mm-hmm. which I think um, they're doing
0: a spinoff. They are. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which, man, that dude who plays the clones has got to be just laughing. It's oh, one yes. dude who plays all the clones. Yeah. He's the cast of that entire cartoon now. imagine
0: if, like, a residuals were still a thing?
1: Exactly. Yeah, no, that's what I keep thinking. Because <laughs> even for the video games, they just keep getting that fella keep back. Keep
0: getting that guy. Brie, uh, D. Bradley Baker, I think
1: it is. Yeah. Um, but anyways... Uh,
0: uh, Clone Wars.
1: The uh, last bit I th- I thought was really well done um, with Rex and Ahsoka on Order sixty six. Oh, final episode. I really loved that one where it was just like because yeah. like in when in Episode three when Order sixty six happens, they're just like oh just kill the stormtroopers, cut their fucking heads off. Yeah, yeah. But I like the way they imbued a little bit of humanity. Where Ahsoka is like I these were my friends yeah, yeah. for the last been four years. Like I, for a while. Now. Yeah, I can't kill these people. So I, I thought that one was handled
0: really well. I when they were know. bombing just, out of the sky and shit. That was cool. It doesn't click for me. I guess it's just a complete personal taste thing. I think... And, and I don't like Dave Floney's episodes either, so I don't... Maybe it's just him.
1: I think it's probably... stuff. One, in comparison, like when you look at... No offense, Hayden. Hayden Christensen's Anakin Skywalker versus Matt L- Law- Lawers' the Anakin voice. Skywalker. Yeah. They're two completely different characters, and Anakin feels more like the one that they talked about in the original Star right, Wars. Right, right. This great pilot, who this was a guy, yeah. who was a hero, was courageous, and all this stuff. So there's that. By comparison, it looks better, and also the fact that if because I've heard similar things that if you watch like seasons one and two were completely dismissible, mm-hmm. I went and saw that fucking. Oh, the movie, movie. Yeah. in theaters hung over too. And I was, wasn't that with Truman Capote hut. The Truman
0: yeah. Capote hut that pissed off everybody. Oh my Everyone god. I thought they were doing some like gay voice, but it was just Truman it Capote It was Truman Capote. Um <laughs> But uh
1: and also the huts are supposed to be androgynous. They produce, they replicate asexually, yeah. so it's kind of like, doesn't that With make the, sense for him to be a little bit of, like, be gender kind of fluid? So. Why did Jabba have all those sexy ladies in his... Oh, because uh, Jabba's just the worst. Just a piece of shit. He's just the... He's like the Harvey Weinstein of the galaxy. He's yeah, just he the is. worst. The <laughs> is,
0: he was choked to death by a, a, a lady. That's some girl power. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Um. But, um... Yeah, I think that's what it is. If you watch, there's an arc there. So from season three onwards, you get a little bit more invested in the characters. It's like, I do like Ahsoka quite a bit, considering when I saw that movie, I was like, they got it. snips. I don't, I'm not here for this. This is no. really irritating. They built her into a really cool character. So much so when they said Rosario Dawson's coming She's in. She's
0: going to be in season two. I'm in. Amanda, I'm so yeah. in
1: for that. Yeah, that'd be um, interesting. So I don't know. Maybe you just have to commit
0: to it. Do you think they should just um, have a loop all of Rosario Dawson's uh, dialogue with the voice actress from the show?
1: I was thinking about that.
0: <laughs> They're not going to do that to Rosario Dawson. No. Which makes me think they maybe should have gotten an unknown person so it made a little more continuity. Uh, I was I, sense.
1: I was thinking about that because I forget the name of the actress who plays Ahsoka but like Filoni she's well into the universe she makes Star Wars clothing mm. and like she's a big advocate for the movies and all this noise so I wonder if she was kind of like what the fuck you did the live action of a character I've and
0: been you're not gonna have me y- do it you're not
1: gonna ask me to like she's do a little voice- older
0: now too so it would make sense That would be perfect yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but I, I just wonder where they're gonna go with this ultimately like yeah. I really hope they don't they're gonna it, like draw it out cause it seems like Disney's like it's our it's our Star Wars cash cow now. Everyone right. loves that baby Yoda. And they're
0: starting to push Jedi into it. They're starting to push dark yeah. sabers. And... and
1: what was... There was another thing they, they rumored this season. Where I was like, oh my god, you're putting all your eggs into the Mando basket. Because I feel like they draw it out. Like, that premise could get really thin really quickly, you know? like you Just kinda returning wa- the baby? Yeah, just him protecting the baby, going from person to person, trying to get him to the, the it's Gotta the, go the somewhere. Yeah. So I hope at some point there is a satisfying closure point. Like, I, I feel like four seasons would be
0: good number five mm, maybe but maybe even less i guess they only do what eight eight or six six or eight episodes do they do uh, eight eight season? eight 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 forty minute episodes i guess that's not too much did you watch any of the behind the scenes stuff just about the technology okay which was just so fascinating that we've come full circle back to rear projection yes! technology yes like it's the goddamn 20s yeah
1: yeah i do love <laughs> um little benefits of that, like, whenever there's a laser blast, like, they, the like they must, yeah, they must have been killing themselves over, like, why did we make his entire armor reflective, right. like, that's such a added plus that the rear-projected screen just takes care just of that for you. takes care of it all for them, yeah. But, um, you should check out the very last one. The very, very last episode they go through the whole series and point out all the little easter eggs that even like diehards would miss. Okay. For example, uh whenever Moff Gideon shows up in the last episode, that troop transport that drops them off is based on a 1980s Kenner toy.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they just they just were like, well, this was never in the movie, so now it is. Um my personal favorite, the uh little safe deposit box that the Beth Scar is in. Beth Scar- that uh that uh oh my God what can I can't remember his name Werner Herzog gives Werner? him is scar. the ice cream maker, you know so there's a character in Empire Woodrow something or other he's this infamous Star Wars character after Lando attention the Empire's arrived I advise everybody and everyone starts running out the last dude down the hallways in a bright orange jumpsuit and he's clearly carrying this 80s ice cream maker because clearly the plot... Like through the, pl- the- the prop, in. Yeah, the prop yeah. department's like, well, it looks pretty futuristic. Yeah, just throw it, in. throw it in there. So now they retconned it that they're safe deposit boxes. Because between <laughs> the crystals that Jin Jardin got and the right, best right, guy, right, it's right. literally the exact same prop, but they just modified it so you press the lid, it, it opens pops up. It open.
0: That's hilarious.
1: And I'm like, you, you should check it out. Like all the little things they sprinkled in through the series. Like R5D4 rolls up, he has a little bit of scarring on the back of his head from where his head exploded. From where his you head know? exploded.
0: Yeah, that was, I, I, it took me a minute. Because again, baby brain. Mm. I was like, that's, that's a Star Wars drawing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one that gets blown up on the back of his head. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, no, I mean, Kathleen Kennedy really fucked it all up, didn't she? It has nothing to do with her genitals or her gender. Which it's is just, how everyone's going to hear which it, Which is course. everyone's going to hear it. It's just she was not the right person. For the job, I think to oversee Star Wars. Yeah,
1: I, again, I they needed a Feige. They needed a Kevin Feige. I they think need
0: someone with a better, bigger picture. Like she's amazing at at finding talent mm-hmm. and letting them do what they want. Mm-hmm. Giving her like a big picture, sort of multi film arc to deal with. Maybe she's that's not her strong suit. Exactly. Like I love stories about um,
1: when uh, Marcus and McFeely were writing Infinity War because they wrote uh, all, uh, Captain America 2 and 3, so Winter Soldier, Civil Civil War. Anyways, the point of the story is, as they were writing, Kevin Feige would just come up with ideas. Mm -hmm. And just drop them in their laps, like, like, they tell a story how they were writing, uh, Civil War. And literally, Feige walks through and he's like, hey guys, I have an idea. And he does this, the web shooter thing with his hand. And that's when they knew, like, we can use Spider-Man? We've gotten the... Like, that was how they found out. (laughs) That's how they knew. So that guy's clearly, like, making deals and pulling strings to make the universe broader. Like, he's invested in it. Mm -hmm. I I don't think Kathleen Kennedy Mm -mm. has that. Like, she's like, no, this is a massive property that was handed to me. I have to take care of it from a business angle. Yeah,
0: she wants to make sure it's financially successful. But I don't know. Because she's always been... The and it's again nothing to do with her fucking genitals. She is her whole career has been being the business side yeah. of and all she's good of, at it and she's really like, good at she, it. She like
1: Indiana Jones doesn't happen without her. so. Right. Uh,
0: and but to hand her over the creative reins, it's like it's sort of like like hey lawyer, go make him be a doctor. Exactly. Like, well, no, like, it's a lawyer. I would
1: never be like hey Jerry Bruckheimer, what should Jack Sparrow do in the next Pirates of the Caribbean? Like right. he, you know, it's, yeah, he gets the money. He
0: figures <laughs> yeah. Out how to get the money? He figures out how to get all the right people lined up and mm-hmm. then. Puts it all together. but you realize how dated that reference is? Because there hasn't been a decent pirate movie in like over 15 years. The first one came out in 2003. I was
1: still in high school, so yeah, around 2003. Almost 20 years. Mm -hmm. Jesus.
0: Isn't that nuts?
1: That's crazy. People still like Johnny Depp then.
0: Yeah. Hey, he won all his lawsuits. I mean, he it turns did. out Amber Heard is it's, just a psycho. He, which Doesn't so surprise doesn't
1: me. me at all. They both seem like kinda awful people. Oh yeah. But like it doesn't surprise me that like he was wasn't the only problem yeah. there. Johnny you
0: know? Depp doesn't seem like a violent, like
1: abusive asshole. He just seems like a pissy shithead. He seems like a I mean, when your best friends are Hunter S. Thompson, right. you know, like I, I could see him being right.
0: a drunken lunatic, but like But I don't but Amber Heard was just Fucking bananas. Yeah, and she played the uh, the he he physically abused me card, which mm, fuck you, which fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> like, like he, like he was way th- to muddy the waters during one of the most confusing times uh-huh. in terms of gender relations. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, <laughs> fuck her. Fuck her. Fuck her and her stupid. Wasn't she in the Aquaman? She was the Aqua Woman. Yeah. she was the
1: Aqua Woman. Amber, uh, what was her name? Like Mira. 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 To me, she's always the uh, zombie from Zombieland that Jesse Eisenberg hits with the lid of the toilet tank. Oh, is that her? That's her. Like, I can't. Every time I hear her mouth and off, I'm like, just find a bathroom.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't stand her. Her voice sounds like like an old smoker. She, she sounds so rough. Mm. She sounds like, like an over-the-hill stripper. Like she just is like, ah, hey Aquaman, are we gonna go fight the future? I don't
1: really. Exp- so I'm not surprised, considering she allegedly shits on beds. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking a- of which, oh, let's let's pivot. I shit on the bed. No. Uh- <laughs> Speaking of which, my colonoscopy went well. Ha- have you heard anything coming out of the uh, Sny- DC, uh, Snyder DC Snyder camp? Oh, cam? the the, um, there- the the Leto. Of it all. There's yeah, there's Leto has been added, added to the Snyder to Cut.
0: Joker, yeah.
1: Um, which, I, like, I didn't see Justice League, so I'm like, how did... You didn't this... see it? No.
0: I might now. yeah don't. But I am... Man of Steel and Batman v Superman are some of the worst movies ever made. The most overindulgent, underintelligent, overly thin... Thinking they're smart, kind um, of according shit. to
1: half the internet
0: and a very vocal majority of that. No, I don't think so, Carson. They're, Apparently, those movies are excellent. They think they're so it's such lofty dialogue mm-hmm. and ideas, and you're like, this is so fucking simplistic. Uh-huh. I can't actually break it down, but um, uh, I am infinitely curious about this clusterfuck. And I love that HBO is like. Banking on this.
1: I think, you know what it is? It <laughs> like, feels like a producer note. Like someone saw how much buzz there was on the internet and they're like, yeah. oh, there's money to be made let's here. Go, let's go do Has this, this ever happened before? I mean, or other than director's cut, this is just a new iteration of the director's cut. But part, like, really. this is like a director's cut usually comes on a special two disc DVD. They're literally doing not just reshoots, it's like an entire production.
0: Yeah. They're it's doing nuts. a few reshoots. But I don't think they're getting any of the main. And they're setting it up to be I think
1: Affleck, Affleck's back, or, back, yeah. And yeah. they're setting
0: it up to be part one. So and they're gonna do it like Like a first series. So they're uh, this will be released as I think it's three or four parts. They're releasing it in Mm -hmm. four one hour parts, and then it's setting up to be like a season two that they actually will shoot all new shit for. Okay, which I guarantee will never happen because everyone's gonna go and watch this and go, oh right, it's a Zack Snyder movie. (laughs) This is fucking unmitigated garbage.
1: But Hmm. (laughs) see, it's hard for me to judge because the only one I saw in its entirety was Man of Steel, and that was in theaters eons ago. Mm. I tried to watch. Batman vs. Superman but like an idiot I downloaded the director's cut Oof, so I got, got like 10 time. minutes in and nothing was happening still and I was like okay you know what I, it's I, bad. It's rough Zack Snyder sucks
0: like that's it, that's cold did he
1: write those too? he wrote those two, right?
0: Uh, no. no but the writer of uh, Batman vs. Superman went on to co-write the Rise of Skywalker.
1: <gasps> oh, no. See, that explains a lot, that's then. It all comes oh, together. Oh, that explains a lot. Because how aimless and weird. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. you're getting the names right, and that's about it.
0: Well, that's all. <laughs> yeah, it's, um... Yeah, no, I mean, come on. Come on. Let's be honest here. Let's be honest here. Zack Snyder, he fucked up Watchmen so badly. Well. Yeah. <laughs> He, I, I can't believe you could shoot frame for frame a comic, but still miss the point so hard of what the comic was trying to say. Like you just shot it frame for fucking frame, yeah. you lazy, talentless piece of shit.
1: I, uh, <laughs> I tried to rewatch the Snyder movie because uh, whenever the HBO series was coming out, I'm like, yeah. I'm not gonna have time to read the whole comic book. I'll just. Just kind of watch the movie? Watch the movie with, like, the subtitles on and the sound off. It's kind yeah. of like reading the comic book. Uh. And it's, yeah, it has the same kind of feel of Batman of uh, versus Superman. It's like, you don't get, you don't get these get it, characters,
0: do, you? do. <laughs> Like, the second that Ozymandias displays superhuman strength, it's like, you just don't get this at all.
1: Well, and also just how needlessly violent it was. Like, Absolutely there's a couple scenes violent. where people's it wasn't, bones were popping out, I'm like, uh... And it wasn't a commentary on violence. No. It was just, oh, shit, the is... that's gonna look so good. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. at least in the comic, like, whenever Rorschach does something violent, you're like, oh, it's because Rorschach's a maniac Rorschach. version of Batman. He's yeah. Rorschach. But, like, in the movie, it was like... There was... What was the one part? Ah whenever uh, Veidt stages spoilers the assassination attempt on himself yeah. and his assistant literally in slow motion oh, gets yeah, her fingers yeah, yeah. blown off and I'm like you don't that's, need that's to do this. you really don't
0: need to do that dude. No, I, I I think Zack Snyder should forever be remembered as a filmmaker I think it can be entirely encapsulated in the one shot of Rorschach's flashback as a kid in slow motion she goes I should have got that abortion oh, and slams yeah. the door I'm like yeah that's fucking Zack Snyder it's awkwardly shot awkwardly acted awkwardly written awkward just everything about it just bad but it feels so lofty it's, like it's
1: so important there is something to be said about okay I got an example mm-hmm. and it's it's contemporary to me I just watched uh, High Plains Adrifter mm-hmm. Clint Eastwood movie cowboy movie he made Shortly after the man with with no name trilogy, I think it was his first directorial debut. Clint
0: directing. Clint directing. Yeah. Um, Super super racist against Asians. I'm guessing.
1: Surprisingly, no. But (laughs) it does portray him as like the. I don't want to spoil too much in case everyone watches like this 40 year old movie. But he is like the worst human being, and right. like within the first five minutes, he rides into a town, murders a bunch of dudes, and then and he takes a girl to the barn, right? And rapes a girl. So you're like right away, you're like, how am I supposed to feel about this protagonist? Yeah, but they had all done something horrible. That's what it is. Like yeah. spoiler, spoiler, spoilers. You find out like there's this hidden conspiracy in the town, and he's kind of like the ghost of Christmas yeah. past that's come home I, to I give have them all this. Their, yeah. their, their their due diligence. So. In the context of their that, that violent brutality, it works because you're like, Oh, he's, this is he's almost an ideal. Exactly. Yeah. He's almost like V from V for an right. He's just like this personification of vengeance. But like whenever Zack Snyder is gratuitous with violence and it, it just it doesn't have any context <laughs> any or substance, or substance to it. No. Why does Batman catapult a man to a wall and splatter his brains no. everywhere? It like... makes
0: no sense no he just doesn't and it's so funny to think of the idea of like so you're you're warner brothers and you're going okay marvel's really knocking this out of the park we need to create an interconnected universe let's start it with a bizarre dark deconstruction of our fucking of character, of superheroes in general of superman but in general The superhero Mm. and the the, the kind of mentality it takes. It's like, that's not how you start. That's like a one-shot. That's a fucking, you know, uh, Joaquin Phoenix fucking Joker movie. Mm -hmm. You don't do that with the main brand. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: And it's also kind of a weird choice to let's (laughs) hand the entire franchise over to one dude's I think the reason the Marvel movies have so much uh, like repeat viewing value is because it's a bunch of different directors with one guy kind of overseeing it yeah and it's like it's this woven tapestry so like you can watch Iron Man and Guardians of the Galaxy and they're two completely different movies hit kind of the same beats and they're both just as satisfying but like the Snyderverse just kind of becomes this weird muddled like monotone universe it's insane you know it doesn't
0: make sense and who at Warner Brothers thought hey the guy who's Every movie he's made has uh, earned less than it cost, and has been really? like, yeah. I thought three hundred was a was. A big I, one. I think three hundred was fucking huge. That's what got but him. Like, um, Watchmen didn't make as yeah. much. Like didn't have a turn a profit. Right. Um, what else did he make after that? Um, um, the the sucker punch. Sucker was his? punch yeah. bombed hard. Who looked at his filmography and went, "That's the guy we got to give <laughs> all of our superheroes to." He's got blackmail photos. He's, he's got to he's got some blackmail photos he's got to you know
1: they say and this the hmm, in the Warner conspiracy what's his friggin' name the the guy who played uh, cyborg um
0: uh, Ray uh, Fisher?
1: is that his name yeah um Anyway, have never they,
0: seen him in anything other than that he's
1: I... been coming out with like because at first he was all like oh it was because whenever Joss came in on Justice League he was disrespectful like talking shit about Zack Snyder's version and like it just created this horrible work environment and that's Mm. why there's so many like irreconcilable problems with that movie is because Joss just had no respect for where it was going and just made it worse
0: made it his own
1: thing now which didn't work Ray Fisher's saying it's higher than that it's people at the top of Warner Brothers that it's just like it's an old system where they don't really like one. Apparently, they were like they, they, they reduced his role, I think, in in the uh, in, cut, yeah, and quite, quite a bit, a bit like know. to the point where he was supposed to be like a main player, like because he had the mother load in yeah. his mouth
0: or whatever the <laughs> fuck it was called. I think that's a different movie, <laughs> that's, compl- that's the just ass league. Um, but yeah, he was, uh, he was I think, the just vision. <laughs> He was like the vision uh, of those movies. He was supposed to have the Infinity Stone. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, the perfect example. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, they downplayed his
1: role, and rumor is it was possibly racially motivated. So I'm like, maybe of it's just it the, the people at the top of Warner Brothers are just the They're worst, all like seventy. Oh, and just the you know, worst human beings. Yeah. And then Zack Snyder got a picture of one of their naked hot tub
0: orgies, <laughs> and he's like, "You want this to go online? Give me the DC <laughs> Universe." Why would he even want that? This is Rand-loving motherfucker. Why is he like, <laughs> I gotta destroy superheroes for people. You understand in the real world, Batman wouldn't operate like that. It's like, yeah, that's why it's a fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we watch this shit, because the real world is awful. Yeah, that's, this is our escapism. Yeah, You know, Peter Parker would actually say, with great power comes the ability to fuck shit up. <laughs> Zack Snyder! Blah, 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 blah.
1: I can't...
0: <laughs> On the theme of that,
1: to dovetail all of that, was The Boys finished... Yeah, when I last the, I finished the boys, but was it finished last time we spoke? I don't want to tread on old territory. No, it, it just was.
0: Uh, I think I don't. I'd only seen like two or three episodes. We and you'd only about, seen like four. We gotta talk about some boys. Yeah, boys was fun. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> it uh, didn't drag as much as the first season did. There were parts where I was like, I'm going okay, hurry up, but um, it was a lot more kinetic than yeah. the first season.
1: Yeah, it felt more like. There was like the pins been pulled off the grenade, so like there was mm-hmm. an urgency mm-hmm. to everything. It's like, oh no, 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 this chick, this this Stormfront chick is. Oh, she's an
0: old. Did you know? Bad news bears, Something man? really annoyed me as as just an, an objectively as a quote. That you can't have superhero artist. sex? Because that's what annoyed me. That annoyed me. I as want well. to laser some titties. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you, <laughs> technically you could, it's just. You have to get the lump cut out. <laughs> oh um, my god. <laughs> but, um. When it's the cut, the flashback to to uh, the chick. What's her name? Stormfront. Stormfront. And Liberty, she's Liberty. originally Yeah. And she pulls the black dude out of the car, and she's like, "You black bastard!" And I'm like, "You're going to go to the lengths of having the like a huge racial hate crime happen on camera, but you don't have the balls to use the n word." Like, fuck you. Like, that, like, is, are we really in that tiptoey sensitive of a world that you can't? Are you supposed on to be Amazon? so offended by yeah. that scene? Yeah. That you're supposed to go, like, it's not gonna be like, yeah, get that guy. Yeah. It's supposed to be like, Jesus fucking Christ, that was intense. But you're on Amazon Prime, so you can show a woman beating a black man to death and the graphic violence of it afterwards. You can't use the N word. Uh-huh. It's like fuck you. Have some balls and actually make it uncomfortable to watch that scene. Fair.
1: That's called art. That's. I mean, <laughs> the, like, to go back to Watchmen, that's what I thought was so ballsy about that show, like showing a lynching from the POV they had of the, the balls to do it. Yeah, show, and like and there was cops doing it and everything, and they put the audience in the. Pers- right POV of, of the uh, of
0: the victim. Well, I thought like, that was genius. You black bastard. And you're like, oh come on! And then we see a cl- graphic close up of his face smashed in. Yeah, that was wrong. Like, what is wrong with America? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like how, like, so it's kind of weird. Like that's where they held their punch, right? Yeah, that's a good point. When does the virtue signaling <laughs> for v- graphic violence come into play? When's that gonna happen? Jesus Christ. But I mean, overall, I love what they did with that character. Yeah, no, she was fun. I thought that clearly was clearly a Jewish
1: actress. Yes, <laughs> just, you know, I was like, and I just I love the idea. Like Tycho Waititi put it best when they were like, "You're you're Jewish. Why in God's name would you want to play Adolf Hitler?" He's like, "Because it would piss him off so much. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. that's why I got to do it." New. <laughs> yeah. But um, I love the idea of just like this character. Who's all about sensationalism, yeah. manipulating the masses, and oh, by the way, she's the worst human being ever, who's literally yeah. getting in bed with political with America's ideals. And yeah, like, yeah. that is fucking
0: yeah. brilliant. That and is the way so they smart. just break down, two of what, like, like what, uh, not even just Hollywood, because it's anyone... In the public eye and mm. the just the the falseness of it all, mm-hmm. I like that they're maybe getting that message out to a larger group of people. Mm-hmm. Of going, oh wait, so this is all this like girl power. Remember the whole the scenes of the interviews of like, what is your girl power? Yeah. And they're all just like, what but, the fuck is happening? Yeah, it was great. It was also on point and yep. on the nose. And you're rooting for her at first, like you're like Stormfront's awesome, yeah. like because
1: I, she had some really like salient points where she's like, this is bullshit. Who gives a shit what's between your legs? Like, right. Yeah. We're all fucking on this fight together. But no,
0: no, that's not that's off brand. Right. You have to ask the same question a million times of like, Mm -hmm. what's girl power to you? Mm -hmm. And it's also fake and forced and awful, and that's the world. (laughs) You gotta love the way the writers got
1: to have their cake and eat it too, because at the end, when they're boot fucking, it's Maeve. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Ki- Kimiko and Starlight just boot fuck and, the front. Of her. and then fucking Frenchie has that line I cried laughing where he's like I guess girls really do <laughs> get it done
0: <laughs> I was like yeah. that's brilliant dude. that's um I, I think um, Captain Marvel could take a note from mm-hmm. of how you actually write mm-hmm. strong women yep. and don't just like virtue signal shit into men- people's faces and piss everyone off and well, push them farther into their corners yeah
1: and don't have such low hanging fruit of like you know what a, a strong woman's real enemy is it's men. It's like, no, yeah. it's um, just
0: girls yeah, in the world.
1: Exactly. It's like, no, the ideology around what it is to be a woman is the enemy. It's no yeah. one thing.
0: It's no one thing. And um, it's no one man. No! It's not men.
1: Sometimes it's other women.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's, it's other women. It's a complicated spectrum of stupidity in mm-hmm. this world. You can't just pick one shade. So, let's wrap this up. This is the end of part one. I think we're going to uh, wrap this up because we're going a little long. And next week, we'll be back with the rest of our conversation. So much things. There's so many more things to talk about. So many things. And uh, until then, guys, thanks, guys and gals, and the uh, invited transgendered community, thank you for... Yeah, I don't, think, don't J.K. Rowling this yeah, I think we already... I think well, J.K. Rowling was ripped into in this part, so if she wasn't, that'll make sense next week. A little teaser for if, Next week. If she was, then you understand what we were talking about. Ah. And it's also a line from Star Trek Nemesis, so there you go. Um... Uh, Yeah, thanks for listening. Tune in next week for Part 2. Part 2.